Summer driving is here, and so are the red-hot deals on the best tire brands at Dobbs. Money saver June deals on new sets of Goodyear, Cooper, Continental, Michelin, and Pirelli tires. Click on GoToDobbs.com to find your next set of tires today. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With Michelle Smallman, I'm Randy Carricker, and we head now to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Viani Products, St. Louis and Kyron Williams had a huge day for Notre Dame against Clemson on Saturday. 23 carries, 140 yards. He scored three touchdowns, including that first touchdown of the game, which set the tone for the Irish in their 47-40 double overtime win against Clemson, a 55, a 65-yarder to start the day. And Kyron is with us now on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Kyron Williams. Williams, thanks so much for taking some time with us, and congratulations on the way things are going this season. Thank you. Uh, thanks for having me on the show. You know, I'm, I'm glad to um, be able to uh, talk to you guys today, you know, for St. Louis, through and for it. So uh, thank you, and uh, I can't wait. All right, Kyron, i got to start with this, because Zach Adamek, who was a manager on your Viani team, got me in touch with a couple of your former teammates from Viani last night. And to a person, they talked about how well you understand the game. What's that come from? Is that intuitive, or was there something in your young football life that made you such a good fundamental football player? Yeah, I think um, just growing up playing football, always being around football. You know, my dad was a big football player. My whole family, they played football. So um, I just feel like being around the game, you know, just getting that natural feel for the game has allowed me to um, just take my IQ to different levels. You know, I'm like, now I'm able to pick up blitzes, uh, see coverages, see um, different um, safety tilts. So like just those basic things that, you know, I just grew up playing football has just helped me um, to get where I'm at right now. Kyron, I read last night that you actually grew up playing defense. Is that true? Yeah, I, was, I grew up playing uh, middle linebacker for my dad's football team, Little League football team. And how did you end up switching positions? Um, I think just in high school, I know um, when Coach Day, he wanted to uh, move me to offense because he knew he seen that I was able to play both sides of the football. So um, I just think that growing, playing, growing up playing both sides has helped me get to where I'm at now. What was that opening touchdown like 33 seconds <laughs> into the game on Saturday? I mean, it was unreal. You know, I'm I'm just getting the handoff, thinking that I'm going to get as much as I can, and then here I'm in, here I'm at the second level, taking on the safety one on one. So. Um, that was big, you know, when I made the safety miss and I seen um, that I was going to score a touchdown, it was huge, you know, it was a confidence booster for everybody on the team. It, it got, it got, a, um, it set a tone for us as an offense and as a team. And um, after that, you know, we, as a whole team, we played to the highest level possible. Kyron, when you get into a situation like that, even against a defense that has a lot of great athletes, once you break into the open, do you know that nobody's going to catch you? Yeah, it's just that confidence that I have when I play that, um, there's no way I'm going to let one man bring me down. So whenever I see that one-on-one opportunity, I think to myself that I have to win 100% of the time. Yeah, Kyron, it seems like you never really shy away from contact. You're a really physical player, and we've talked a lot on this show about your blocking abilities too. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so that, like you said earlier, just that having that defensive mindset um, growing up has allowed me to be that kind of person that doesn't show, shy away from contact, you know. Um, whenever there's whenever someone asked, coach asked me to block, um, 
I'll never, um, I will never just think think twice about it. You know, I'll just go do the job, get a job done when I have to do for the team. Kyron, your offensive coordinator, Tommy Reese, seems to rely heavily on you. He really cooks out some schemes to highlight you. So what's it like to be a focal point of the offense? You know, it's, it's, uh, it's something that I've always wanted to be here at Notre Dame. I've always wanted to be that person that the team can uh, lead around, can trust around. And Coach Reese has, um, has proven to me that he, he trusted me, that he trusted me a lot as a player and as a running back for his offense. So um, I'm just keep, like I said earlier, I'm just going to keep doing the things that Coach Reese asked for me to do to help this team win. Kyron Williams, the Notre Dame running back from Viani with us on 101 ESPN. And Kyron, it's interesting. You talk about taking a leadership role, which I know you did with Viani too. And I would assume that that's just part of your personality. Is is that the case? Is leadership something that is just innate to you that you do it? Or do you think about it consciously, try to take a, a lead with your team? No, I, I, don't, I don't. I think that if you're a natural leader, you can't, you don't really think about leading. It just happens. So, um, I feel like growing up, my parents both instilled in me um, playing a competitive sport that if I'm on the field, then I have to be a leader. My teammates around me have to feed off my energy. They have to um, look to me to be there for them and have their back always. So I feel like just being that natural leader that I am and just when I'm on the field, it really comes out and everybody can really see it. Kyron, what other schools were you considering coming out of high school and what made you want to go to Notre Dame? Uh, so I was really considering uh, Mizzou and Michigan, you know, Mizzou just being a hometown school, the school that I've always grown up to watch, and I've always, I was always at, I was at every home game in Little League, um, and then Michigan because you know just as Notre Dame, the tradition of Michigan is uh, is evident, but there's no place like uh, Notre Dame. And as I said many times, when I first got on campus here, I knew this is where I wanted to be and this is where home was at. What's school like in 2020 with COVID-19? <laughs> are you working from your dorm a lot? Are you doing a lot of online classes? Or are you able to get to classrooms? Uh, so school, you know, school is a little bit different, obviously, but um, I'm able to have both in-person and online classes. So uh, some days that I'll be on campus, but some days I'll be in my apartment um, doing school from Zoom. So um, every day, you know, every day could be a curveball. So I'm just, you know, I'm just um, making those adjustments on the run. Kyron, I want us to take you, or I want you, excuse me, to take us in that moment when you realize that Notre Dame had won the game, and you look up, and then you see all the fans rushing onto the field. What was that experience like for you? I mean, it, it was a surreal, mo- a surreal moment that I'll never forget in my life. You know, um, just one year ago, uh, just one year ago last year, I was a redshirt freshman, not thinking that I'd ever be in this position, and just. Um, being out on that field, seeing the tick, the um, the time run down to zero, and the students rushing the field um, after he beat Clemson is just a moment you'll never forget, and um, it's hard to explain what that moment was because it was just pure adrenaline and joy. Do you feel like that was a statement win for your team and for your program? Um, I feel like it was a statement win, but then again, it was just a win that as a program, as a football team, we needed to just keep going to keep. Um, taking on the rest of the season. Um, I feel like now as a whole team that our confidence is high and that, you know, we can just take ourselves to to the newest level if we, if we just keep working. And one of the keys, and that's the perfect way to put it, you have to keep working because you, you can't win your last three or your last four until you play the first play against Boston College. Once you get to practice the next time, I, I would assume it's either today or tomorrow, you can't think about Clemson anymore, can you? No, Clemson. Clemson um, is over after we won. After that Sunday, we moved on to BC. Now it's a new week. It's um, it's Tuesday, like you said. We have practice today, so now we're fo- mainly focused on BC. There's no one else that we're um, f- 
focus on. We're, we're not looking in the, the past or the future. So we're just living in the present right now as a football team and just taking it day for day. Hey, I want to ask about that championship game for Vianney, 2018. They'd never won a championship before. And one of the comments that I got was that you said, hey, guys, I, I want to put this team on my back. Can you tell us about that day and what you tried to accomplish and, and how you went about it that day? Um, you know, just going into that state championship, knowing that it was um, it could it was my it could be my last game of the season, last game of my high school career. Um, just knowing the people that on that on that team and the brothers that I had on the team, I knew that I couldn't let them down. I knew that they wouldn't let me down. So I just told them, uh, I told them what it was, and I told them I had their back. That no matter what would happen, that they always had a brother in me. And um, we went out there that night and we we fought until the last of the whistle and. Um, as you may know, we went, we came out on top and, and got our second state championship win. And there is nothing like, you mentioned they're your brothers. There's nothing like winning a championship. And this is still in only a couple of years ago. But you guys are bonded forever with that victory and that championship. Yeah, we brought something to Vianney he's never had. So, like, you know, we can just, it's always going to be a conversation to have about that football team that, that um, brought that state championship to a school that's never had one. So, like you said, it's that bomb. Will, it's that something we'll never forget, and that bomb will always, always have. How much is it discussed that Notre Dame hasn't won a championship since '88, and how hungry are you for that? I mean, it's discussed every, basically every day, every team meeting that um, here at Notre Dame, our goal is to graduate championships, or graduate champions, and play in national championships. So, I think that we we all know as a team. I know as a um, as a player that. That's our end goal. That's where we need to be. So I know that the work that I put in now, the work that we put in now as a team, could uh, ultimately get us there, get us to where we want to be at the end of the season. And Kyron, I don't know if anybody has brought this up to you, but people in St. Louis are really paying attention to Notre Dame. <laughs> uh, obviously, last week Mizzou had a, a bye, so our entire focus is on you and the Irish. So not <laughs> only do you have that national following that the Irish have, but a really intense following now here in St. Louis. Yeah, you know that. I mean. That's just it's it, it's a blessing to hear that because you know just growing up in St. Louis and not always being that person everybody talked about always having to work for more um it just really it's really um a dream come true just knowing that you know that the the kid from St. Louis is here in, in Indiana Notre Dame doing his thing so yeah, we're we're fired up for you. We're excited thank about you. this weekend. We love watching you play and you're making us all proud. So thank you very much for taking some time and doing what you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, Kyron, take care. That is Kyron Williams brought Viani their first championship. What a nice young man and a guy that you really want to root for. What a leader he is. You can just hear it in his voice when he's, whether it's in high school when he says, hey, I've got you. I'm going to put you on my back. We're going to go. The way he talked about loving being the focal point at mm-hmm. Notre Dame. If you're a Mizzou fan and you hear that he was considering Mizzou right now, that one has to stink. Or if you're Michigan. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but it, what you said, Randy, is so correct. Uh, definitely cheering for Kyron and the Irish, and we'll be paying a lot of attention to them down the stretch. They have a game at Boston College, and by the way, it's on ABC this weekend, 2.30 St. Louis time on ABC. Then they go to North Carolina, and they'll have their hands full with the Tar Heels. They got off to a good start. They've sputtered a bit of late. Then they have Syracuse and Wake Forest to wrap up before what we would presume would be an ACC championship game against Clemson. That's Michelle. I'm Randy. It's Carriker and Smallman. And coming up, we're going to cross things over with Dan McLaughlin as we head towards Scoops with Danny Mac on 101 ESPN. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, 
the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.